Good morning and welcome everybody. We're glad that you're here today to join us in worship. Those of you that are joining us online, welcome. We've already been in worship and now we start our service by including you to be a part of what we are doing here today. Thanks for joining us today. We are Evangel Church in downtown Montreal, and we are glad that you have joined us today. Today's service is going to be a little bit different. Today is our prayer and worship Sunday. We try to do this every four to six or maybe eight weeks where we just come together as a family and we spend time praying together, we spend time worshiping together, and we spend time allowing God to lead us and guide us and speak into our lives. So today's going to be a little bit different than our normal Sundays, and it's possible that it's probably going to be a little bit longer as well, but that's okay, because we're going to be together as a family praying and worshiping together. So we're so glad that you're here and a part of what God is doing here this morning. Let me you a little bit about the service just so that we can have some of the logistics and some of the details out of the way so that you have a clear understanding of where we're going. We're going to start our service modeling our service with the book that we have used in the past, How to Pray. P-R-A-Y. That's going to be the core of our service. We're going to pee, we're going to pause, we're going to rejoice, we're going to ask, and we're going to yield. Those are the four components of our service today. We'll start with a pause where we just take a few moments to quiet our heart, to put the busyness aside, and allow God just to kind of breathe life into us today, to focus our mind and our heart on Him. And then we're going to move into Rejoice, where we get to celebrate God, we get to worship, we get to commune with Him through worship. Then we'll go into an Ask segment where we break it up, we do it a little bit differently, we have our prayer stations that'll be open. You can also text to pray. If you text the word pray to the number on the screen, it'll bring you to a form. And on that form, you can fill out any prayer requests. We'll keep it confidential. You can, that once you hit send, that'll come to us. It'll come to the stage, and we'll be able to read out that prayer, prayer request um, confidentially. Uh, so that we can just pray for those needs. If you want those prayer requests to be continued through the week, we can then add them also to our prayer team so that they can continue praying for you. So those online, you can text to pray. You can do it now. Those in your seats or online, you can go ahead and do that. We'll have those prayer requests later for our Ask segment. We have some folks who are going to come up on stage. They're going to pray over us. The prayer stations will be open, and the text to pray will also be available to you. And then we're going to end in the yield segment. We're going to end with communion together. And let me just walk through this quickly, the, the, these little cups that you received on the way. When the time comes, you just peel back the cellophane on the top, that opens up the little bread wafer, and then you peel back the tinfoil, that opens up the juice. That'll be there for you a little bit later in the service. Now you know how to work those things. Those online, grab some juice, grab some bread, and then you'll be able to partake with us at the end of the service when we come to that yield moment with God. We're also going to have opportunity to give today. And the ways that you can give are on the screen. You can give through the service or you can wait till the end when Pastor Patty uh, kind of gives some more instructions. She's got a phenomenal story to talk to you about some of our global work that we've been doing. 
work that was started a few decades ago that God is still continuing to move forward. And you've been a part of that. Pastor Patty's going to share that story a little bit later. And uh, also, again, just remind you of all the different ways that you can give to help support Evangel and the ministry and the work that we do in this community in Montreal. Let's just pause. Let's start with that. Can we do that today? The band's going to underscore for us. We're going to pause. I'm going to read some scriptures over you. But we need to take a moment this morning and just brush aside the busyness of the week. How many have had a really busy week? Most of us, right? It's that time of the year. We've got family. We've got Christmas coming. We've got work schedules, church schedules. Exams are coming up for those. All kinds of stuff that's happening. I'm a task-oriented person, so I like to look at problems and fix them. And that means my mind's always working. So today, I need to yield. I need to ask. I need to rejoice. And I need to start with a pause. In order to do those other things with purpose and meaning, sometimes it needs to start with a pause. To set aside my busyness, to set aside my mind. And just say, God, let me absorb your presence in this place. So let's start with a little prayer, and we'll pause. If you're comfortable, just where you're sitting, at home, here, just open your hands up and just say, God, I am starting this service with a pause so that you can speak into my life, so that I can sense your presence here today, that I could hear your voice. So, Lord, we ask that you just help us to set aside the busyness of our mind this morning. Help us to take captive every thought and make it obedient unto Christ. Even now, Lord. We just take a breath and we pause in your presence. thank you for your presence here today as I read scripture over you this morning over us this morning just allow it to settle into your heart to settle into your spirit today we're going to start with Acts chapter 17 here's what it says he is the God who made the world and everything in it Since he is Lord of heaven and earth, he doesn't live in man-made temples. And human hands can't serve his needs, for he has no need. He himself gives life and breath to everything, and he satisfies every need. Let me read that again. He himself gives life and breath to everything. And he satisfies every need. I'm going to pause right there and just pray. God, satisfy our needs, the busyness of our mind. Put them aside. Put them at rest today. Satisfy our need. His purpose was for the nations to seek after God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him. Though he is not far from any one of us. For in him we live 
and move and exist. Psalm 46, God is our mighty fortress, always ready to help in time of trouble. Sometimes it's those difficult times of trouble that upset the mind, upset the schedule, put on stress and pressures. God is our fortress and he's ready to help in time of trouble. And so we won't be afraid. Let the earth tremble and the mountains tumble into the deepest sea. Let the ocean roar and foam and its raging waves shake the mountains. A river and its streams bring joy to the city, which is the sacred home of God Most High. God is in that city, and it won't be shaken. He will help it at dawn. Nations rage, kingdoms fall, but at the voice of God, the earth itself melts. The Lord all-powerful is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come, see the fearsome things the Lord has done on earth. God brings wars to an end all over the world. He breaks the arrows, shatters the spears, and burns the shields. Our God says, calm down and learn that I am God. Maybe you know it as be still and know that I am God. All nations on earth will honor me. The Lord all-powerful is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. One more scripture. Psalm 23. And different version, but a version that we can all join in on. You, Lord, are my shepherd. I will never be in need. You let me rest in fields of green grass. You lead me to streams of peaceful water. And you refresh my life. You are true to your name. And you lead me along the right paths. I may walk through valleys as dark as death. But I won't be afraid. You are with me. And your shepherd's rod makes me feel safe. You treat me to a feast while my enemies watch. You honor me as your guest. And you fill my cup until it overflows. Your kindness and love will always be with me each day of my life. And I will live forever in your house, Lord. Father, we're so grateful for your scripture. We're so grateful that we could read it and allow it to wash over us, that could recenter our mind and recenter our spirit on you, that we can step back from the busyness of our life, from the stresses that surround us. We can step back and we can allow you to take authority in our life, that we can step back as you would guide us and lead us, that we know that you are our fortress, you are our strength. That in these moments of busyness, we can stop and know that you are God. We can be still in the busyness of our life and allow you to be God that leads us. So, Father, we thank you for these moments of pause. Teach us 
to pause throughout the week, throughout each day, where we can pause and center ourselves on you. We thank you for this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, friends, I'm going to invite you to stand with us. Why don't we re rejoice and worship Him this morning? It's a glorious day. Here we go. I was buried beneath my shame. Yeah. Who could carry that kind of weight? It was my doom Till I met you I was breathing but not alive All my failures I tried to hide You call my name yeah. He called my name And I ran out of that grave oh. Out of the darkness Into your glorious day You called my name Now your mercy has saved my soul and Now your freedom is all that I know Come on The old man you Jesus when I met you You call my name And I My sin was heavy, but chains break at the weight of your glory. I need a shelter, I was an orphan. Now you call me a citizen. Come on. When I was broken, you were my healing. Now your love is the air that I'm breathing. I had a future, my eyes are open. Cause when you call me, Stay. 
this day. Come on. Yeah. Oh, we worship you, Jesus. Come on. Yeah. Woo. I love it. You know, every time we sing that song, it's just a celebration in this house. And I don't know if you notice as you're coming in, we're, we're in the Christmas spirit already in the, in, uh, in, for December. And, you know, we're looking forward to just celebrate Christmas in the season. But, you know what, what a better way for us to rejoice and to worship God with some, some Christmas music. So let's do it. Here we go.
Thank you, Father. Uh, your presence is so good today, God. And we just want to sing it over and over, over our lives today, Jesus. Remind us today that you are good, Father. Amazing love that welcomes me. The kindness of mercy that bought with blood wholeheartedly my soul undeserving. We sing, God, you're so good. God, you're so
friends, I'm going to invite you to sing this out together. Let's do it. today, Jesus, God, you're so good, you're so good to, we declare this truth today, but we sing, God, you're so going to invite you to raise your voice just for a moment and just sing your praise out to God or speak it out. Give thanks for the things that are coming to your mind of what you can be thankful about. Worship the God who is over the universe and over creation and deeply involved in our lives. Let's just worship him this morning, guys. We worship you, God. You are worthy, O Lord. You are worthy, O oh God. Oh, we worship you. Oh, we worship you. We worship you this morning, our God. Thank you so much for all the things that you've done for us. Thank you so much for all that you are to us. Thank you, God, that you are the God who is faithful. 
who is consistent, who never changes. You are the God who understands us in our joy and in our grief. You are the God who loves us. Thank you so much for that. God, you are so, so good. Worship you. We worship you. We're going to go into um, our next segment of our service this morning. And I'm going to invite you to be seated at this moment. And uh, if you've been with us, you know we're, you know how our prayer and worship Sundays go. We walk through the English word pray, P-R-A-Y, pause, rejoice, and then ask, A for ask. And we're going to do that today. And, and we have a few ways that we're going to do this. And so I want you to know that at any point, whether you're here on site or you're online, you can text the word prayer to that number that's on the screen. It's going to send you back a link and when you click on that link, you can tell us what you would like us to pray for. And if you do that during the service, during the next few minutes, it's going to come to my phone, and we're going we're gonna to make that part of our prayer time today, and I'm gonna, we're going to pray over those needs. If you do it a little bit later, that's fine. We'll still pray, just not, just not right away, you know? And, uh, and so we're going to make that part of it. We're going to, in a few moments, we're going to open up our prayer stations. There's four here and two up in the balcony. We're not there yet can come and we'll just have some quiet time where you can come and you can receive prayer from one of our prayer team, just individual, private, and uh, they would be happy to pray with you. But we're going to start by praying over some needs that maybe are shared on our hearts, you know? And uh, when we go through a service like this, um, we end up hitting a lot of spaces, you know? We, we start with this, with this pause and with just being quiet before God. And for some of us, that's just really weird to be so quiet and to just, and stuff starts, you know, coming to the surface, right? And then we go through this rejoicing. Then we come to this place of asking. And each of us comes from a different place on that because we're all in different places in our lives. And so sometimes I meet someone that says, I never ask prayer for myself. And I go, why? <laughs> well, it feels selfish. I want you to know today, if that's where you're coming from, that's not selfish. Our God invites us to ask for what we need, to ask for the desires of our heart, to ask God to provide for us and to do for us what only God can do. And so if you are in a place where you're like, I don't know if it's okay to ask, I'm your pastor telling you it's okay to ask, right? Turn the person beside you and go, it's okay to ask. It's okay to ask, you know? And some of us are going to be here, and, and, and some of us are like, I'm just in a really good place. Can we just keep singing the rejoice songs? And, and we'll come back to it. But others are in a place where there's maybe some grief, or there's some confusion, or there's some things that you're just not sure how to process through. Uh, you might feel a little bit stuck, or you might need help in your job, or you might need whatever. And I want you to know that during this segment, whether you do it in your own chair where you are or at home or you come to one of our prayer stations like you can ask and you can invite God to walk with you through that okay but we're going to start by um I've asked three people if they would lead us in prayer and um I've asked them to lead us in prayer over different things and so who's our first person that's coming it's Tim that's coming up first and so Tim you're going to come up first and we're going to ask if you would pray um over our government in our city and uh, we know that we have, you know, there's a whole bunch of things always going on. We pray for government. You can come on over, Tim. We pray for government anyway. We do that normally in our church. 
Uh, this week in downtown Montreal, I think starting today actually, and then starting officially, is is the COP15 conference. And there's some there's a, a lot about the environment and and the world's uh, interaction with that. And then there's a whole lot of people protesting. You know, there's always both sides of that. And so we're actually really praying over our city today and this week, asking God to guide government and security and all of those things and keep us safe and help us to do well in that. So Tim, would you lead us in prayer around all of that? God, we know that you see everything that's happening right now, everything that will happen. We know, God, that you have assigned people to positions of power, uh, of leading. We got, God, we know that uh, they may not surrender to you, they may not acknowledge you, but uh, they need you. And so, God, we pray for them, for our leaders who make important decisions for this city, for the major events in this city, for the peace of this city. Would you give them wisdom? When they sleep at night, God, when they're in their rest moments, would you just speak to them in the quiet and remind them of, of how they need you and would they call on you? God, we pray that you would surround them with people who follow you, who can be um, a support, an encouragement, a prayer partner for them. And God, as decisions are rolled out for the next uh, major events in this city, um, we, we pray for peace. We pray for protection. We pray that uh, issues of serious concern would be acknowledged and would be served and people would be rescued from poverty, from trafficking, from injustice. In this city, God, we intercede for those who are marginalized and being oppressed by a broken system. God, would you, would you bring correction? Would you bring the right people into, into power to bring the correction that's needed? And God, we call on you, King of kings and Lord of lords. Have your way in this city. Have your way with our government. Have your way with all the protests and the events that happen in the next weeks. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. 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 Carlos is going to come and pray. And, uh, you know, we try to prepare our people to just say, this is what we're going to pray for. And I'm pretty sure I just messed up the order. So, Matembe, we'll get to you. And I, I messed up the order. But Tim's going to tell you what you're praying for, okay? So you'll have still a few minutes to figure it out. Carlos, come on over. And uh, how many know your pastor's human, right? <laughs> we're going to pray. I asked, we asked Carlos if you would pray over the things where we need reconciliation in our world, you know? Our world is, uh, we, we talk about this season of Christmas being the time of peace on earth and the time when Jesus comes and brings reconciliation. And I don't know about you, but I look at the headlines sometimes and go, oh God, we really need that peace. And so we look at what's happening in our world. We look at what's happening in China. We look at what's happening in Iran. We look at what's happening in Ukraine and in so many other places of the world where there is conflict and there is trouble and there is, there is not peace. And so, Carlos, I'm asking if you would lead us in prayer for our world, for the reconciliation and peace of God to come. Thank you. First of all, I would like to, as we were singing before, that God, you are so good, you are so good to us. And we should give you the glory and the honor that you, God, only you, Jesus, deserve. We give you glory, we give you power, we give you honor, all because you, all because you deserve it. I pray for reconciliation because I know that that's something that you want for us. And you remind us that we are one heart, one mind, all in Jesus. We are part of the same body of Christ. There are conflicts in my country and Haiti, 
but remind us that me as a Christian and other people from Haiti as a Christian, we are citizens of heaven. Also in Ukraine and Russia, China, there are so many people, God, that, are, that follow you, people who are willing to do your will and that they want to see reconciliation and as you said in your world, that you want to give the peace that go, goes beyond all understanding. And I pray for that peace that only you, Holy Spirit, can give. Only you can give that peace that we are looking for. Only you, God, can give that peace. I pray for unity. I pray for reconciliation around the world. I pray for all those things, God. I pray for your glory. I pray, I pray for your love to be known everywhere. I pray that people will see that Jesus died on the cross for us that now we have reconciliation to God through Christ and that we can forgive others in the same way that we have been forgiven. That we can pray, God, that you're going to bring peace, that you're going to do something amazing in this universe, in this world, that you're going to do something great, that only you, God, can do it. And we open our heart today and we receive your peace and your love and your reconciliation, God. Do something amazing, Lord. Do something because we know that only you can do it and we follow you. We put everything, Lord. We put our pride. We put all those things that, that doesn't allow to get close to you. Okay, we have problems. Sometimes we have problems with our neighbors, but we have to put it aside. And we have to get together and worship the mighty God, the only one, yeah. the great I am the King of Kings, the only one, that's Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And we are here today to worship you and only you, God. And only you, God. We pray, I pray for all these things in your name. May the, may the world receive the peace. May everyone receive that peace they are looking for in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Carlos. We're going to pray. Um, the next segment we're going to pray for, Matembe is going to come. Matembe, are you going to forgive me for messing up your category? Come on over. You, you know how to pray. So we're going to be, we, we just said, you know, we're going to be interacting with a lot of people. Throughout the Christmas season, we interact with friends and neighbors and coworkers and colleagues. Some of us are participating in Friends for Dinner and hosting an international student over the holidays, and there's just a little more people interaction. And so we just asked if you would pray over that and over our interactions with people that we would show them Jesus and we would do well in that. Would you lead us in prayer, Matembe? Dear God, thank you for such another wonderful day. First things, I want to pray for our neighbors, the people that we share walls with, the people that we talk to on the bus or on the sidewalk that we have daily interactions with. I pray that they stay safe and that when they are out, that they are out doing things in your name, Lord. I pray for all our coworkers. I pray for those that we work with, those that we see work, um, all those who go out and do what they do for us and do what we do for you. I pray that Whenever they go out and work, that they work in your name and that they're out there showing what being a Christian is about and what being a follower of Jesus is about. I also pray for families, not just my family, but everybody's family. I hope that they are safe. I hope that during the holiday season, they're able to come together and spend quality time and worship you and realize that being in a family is beautiful and that knowing you, knowing that you are our Father is one of the greatest gifts we could ever have. I pray for everybody in the world 
right now who is going through troubles right now. I pray, Lord, that you guide them, that you show them that there is a way and that you are always there with them. I pray that they will be able to see and that they will be able to say, thank you, Lord, for guiding me. Thank you for being with me through my hard times, through the laughs and the cries, the happiness and the anger. I pray, Lord, that everybody here knows that you love them so much and that you care for them and will always love them. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Here's what we're going to do next. We're going to invite those who are on our prayer teams to come and move right now to the prayer stations that you've been assigned to. We've got four down here and two up in the balcony. And what we're going to do over the next few minutes, our band is just going to play quiet music. And you go, why can't we just like sing while all this is happening? Because if we all sing, nobody can hear the prayer. (laughs) And so we, we have quiet music happening. And you can receive prayer at one of these stations. These are all people that we have asked to be part of our prayer team. You could just stand and move to them at any point in the next few minutes and just let them know. And they're going to they're gonna pray with you. For those of you that uh, are just, you're at home or you're wanting to just stay where you are, this is some time where you can just talk to God yourself. You know, you can ask God for prayer. You can let uh, God's presence just be present with you. And you go, I don't have any words. That's okay. God can still hear your heart and you can just sit and let that music wash over you if that helps you in connecting with God. You're going to see some scriptures that are going to go by on the screen and they may help you to focus in as you pray. And you can also text in your prayer requests. We've got so many already. And I'm going to just pray us through them as well as as the time goes by. So if you want to receive prayer at this moment, just come. Move to one of these stations and we'll let our, our band play. And we'll just take some time and pray together. that you would bring these ones to know you in a way that matters so much for them. Help them each to experience Jesus and to experience the saving presence of Jesus. God, I pray over their work relationships for guidance there. In Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for this person who has heart surgery coming up. Also praying for their children to know Jesus, yield themselves to be led by Jesus. Lord, pray over this heart surgery first that you would heal, that you would guide the doctors and the nurses and all the other people that are involved in that. And Lord, we pray over the family, over the kids. We hear the heart for children, that they would come to know you they would experience Jesus this Christmas. In Jesus' name we pray.
Lord, we pray for this person who's texted in saying they tested positive for COVID last night and were with some senior relatives on Friday. So we're praying for this person's healing. We're praying for their relatives that they do not get sick, those that are vulnerable. So Lord, we pray over that. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, where that person is with COVID right now, I pray that you would bless them. You would heal them. You would push back sickness. You would pour in health into their bodies. Lord, we're asking you to be glorified and your name to be honored through this healing. Lord, we pray over their relatives, over these um, people, you know, that are seniors and vulnerable. Pray, God, that you would protect them from sickness as well. Keep them healthy and whole in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for this couple that has texted in just saying they're getting married. We just thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you for bringing these two together. Pray in the name of Jesus you would give them all that they need to walk through the preparations, the planning. But more than that, Lord, would you bless this couple and let their marriage be one that reflects you. One that is filled with your grace and your love and your faithfulness and your commitment and your kindness and your goodness. Pray your blessing on them in Jesus' name. God, we pray for this person who's texted in saying financial breakthrough and wisdom to manage everything. <laughs> we know what that's like, our God, and so we pray that you would, with this person, give them such wisdom and give them such provision. I pray over their finances that you would bless it, that you would give them a breakthrough, you would show them a path. Lord, to be able to function well financially. And Lord, where everything is a bit overwhelming, would you pour in your wisdom and your clarity and your quiet voice saying, this is the way, just one step at a time. Open doors and show them the way that you have in Jesus' name. God, we pray for this person who has major health tests this Tuesday. They're asking for prayer that there would not be cancer, that there would not be sickness. And so, Lord, we join in prayer with them. We come alongside them and say, God, would you heal? There's always a reason for these tests. So, yeah, we want to pray that there's no cancer. We want to pray that there's no other sickness. But, God, we do want to understand the reason for whatever has brought these tests to pass. And so, God, we're asking, give wisdom, give insight, bring healing and health and wholeness. And, Lord, for whoever this person is, I pray in Jesus' name, you would fill them with such peace such comfort such a knowledge today 
and tomorrow and then Tuesday as they go for the test, such a knowledge that the God of peace and the God who is so good is with them. God, make your presence so real to them in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for parents who have lost a child. Where there is grief and deep sadness and all of the other feelings that go along with that, God, would you bring comfort? Would you walk with them in their pain and in their grief? Would you let them know that you are present there as well, that you do not demand joy? You are present with us in all the spaces. So Lord, I pray over parents, especially in this Christmas season, that you would care for them and comfort in Jesus' name. Come, oh God. Prayer stations are still open if you want to go and receive prayer. Lord, we pray for family members with illnesses and children who are sick and also family unity and we pray God over all of these things that you would bring healing again that you would bring unity and and forgiveness and reconciliation where there is brokenness in relationships bring families together again this year in Jesus name Lord we pray for this mom who's about to give birth and we're asking God in Jesus name that you would be with her and and uh, be with this family. And I pray, Lord, over the health and safety over this baby. As the baby comes into the world and as this mom gives birth, I pray that you would give such health and such protection and such safety. And you would bring everything to pass just with great joy and all the health and everything. We're asking, Lord, you to do that in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray over this person who's texted in saying, please pray for my heart and my mind and dealing with a lot of fear, specifically fear of death of loved ones. Lord, we lift up this sister or brother, whoever it is. And probably all of us know what it is to deal with fear and what a hold it can get on our minds. And so, Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus that you would push that back, that you would pour in the truth of Scripture you would pour in the truth from your Holy Spirit. Bring to mind the things that break the power of fear in us. And I pray, Lord, over this person that you would break that power of fear and you would so kindly and so gently whisper peace, whisper truth, whisper your kindness, whisper those scriptures that we've already looked at. Be still and know that I am God. God, we come against fear in the name of Jesus. And we call for the power of that to be broken. Our imaginations that can sometimes just go down these rabbit holes. Lord, bring it back and bring us back to clear thinking and to knowing that you are God and you are still sovereign. You are still in control. So I pray that in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for jobs 
and homes and immigration issues. These reflect things in so many of our lives. People that need work or they need help at their work, they need guidance. Lord, would you come show your wisdom there? Lord, people that need homes where we are lacking affordable housing here in our city and across Canada and, and other you know areas where people just need a place to live, Lord, we're asking that you would provide, but also that you would help us to learn and to know how to provide for our neighbor as well. God, help us to do that. We pray for those that are caught in various stages of immigration here to Canada, that you would strengthen and you would give peace and wisdom and open doors and favor. Lord, we pray for a frontline worker, a nurse who has cancer that is spreading, a single mom struggling with chemotherapy treatment. And so, Lord, we pray for this nurse. God, I say thank you for all that she has done over the last few years in particular. We honor that and we thank you for that. Now, God, would you turn around and pour into her what she has poured into others? Would you pour your health in? Would you bring healing from cancer? Would you make chemotherapy treatments effective? Would you bring supports alongside? She's a single mom, so would you bring supports alongside to stand with her and to help her with her kids and with the duties that she has to do? Lord, we're asking in Jesus' name, God, that at this Christmas, you would show yourself to her and help her to see that you are the God who provides, you are the God who comforts, you are the God who helps and heals. Come, oh God. Lord, we pray for people that are looking for you and have not found you yet. That you would grant various people, ones we've prayed for and some of the others, an encounter with Jesus that is life transforming. We're asking that you would do that. God, we're praying over families, family issues. Oh, there's so much that can be gathered under that heading of family issues. Lord, we've all been there. And so, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name, strengthen marriages, strengthen parenting, strengthen extended families. God, would you just help? We, in families, you know, we, we just great. We see the best and the worst of each other. <laughs> sometimes we just love each other and sometimes we drive each other crazy and sometimes both at the same time. So, Lord, where there are family issues, I'm asking you to bring healing and help and grace and mercy and margin back in. We pray for children who are hungry around the world, that you would help us as, as your people to help feed them. Lord, would you make food stretch? Would you give miracles to children that are stuck in different places around the world? I think especially of our global workers in Haiti that are helping to feed children, and I pray that you would give them strength as they do that. Lord, I pray for students in final exams and submitting papers. Yeah. Give help. Bring thoughts into order. When different phases, you know, through the studying or the research pro process, they, we, we study and then we get overwhelmed and we got to start, you know, figure it out. Lord, in those moments, would you settle thought patterns? Bring to mind the things that matter. Help us to prioritize the thoughts and to do well in these exams and in these papers. And Lord, we pray for this person um, struggling with anger management that you would bless them as well. And I honor 
their vulnerability and willingness to say, I need help with this. So Lord, I pray that you would help them to process through that. Help them to find the root of that, to forgive where that needs to happen, to maybe seek some help if that's necessary, but Lord, to just begin to walk them out of a place of anger to walk into a place of grace and mercy and forgiveness. And God, we just lift to you all of these needs, those that are represented here that have not been said out loud, but they are there. And we're asking God that you would come and that you would meet needs and you would answer prayers and you would make yourself known. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name, amen. Father, well, friends, uh, well, friends, we're going to sing this next song. It's called God With Us. And because of the season, it's a reminder of what Emmanuel means. It just means that he's with us. And there's a favorite part in this song that I just want to say before we sing it. It says, where there was death, you brought life, Lord. Where there was fear, you brought courage. When I was afraid, God is with us. God is with me. And so I want to encourage you with that. Let's sing the song. Sing 
sing this out. Where there was death, you brought life, Lord. Where there was fear, you brought courage. And when I was afraid, you were with me. When I was afraid, you were with me, and you lifted me up, you lifted me up, see that again in faith, where there was death, you brought life, Lord, yes you do, where there was fear, you brought courage, and when I was afraid, you were with me. Up. And you lifted me up. 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 Jesus, would you lift us up today? Because we say, God with us. God for us. Nothing. faith for us nothing can come again nothing no one can stand between us God with us God for us nothing can come against no one can stand between us thank you Father thank you Jesus
Jesus Christ, my living hope. Remind some of the cross today, Jesus. Who could imagine so great a mercy? What heart could fathom such boundless grace? The God of ages stepped down from glory to wear my sin and bear my shame. The cross is spoken, I am forgiven. The King of kings calls me his own. Thank you, God. Beautiful Savior, I'm yours forever. Because Jesus Christ, my living, we declare hallelujah. Praise the one who set me free. salvation in your name Jesus Christ my living oh sing that again hallelujah praise the one who set me free hallelujah death has lost his grip for me you have spoken every chain there's salvation in your name Jesus Christ, my living hope. So at this point of our service, we're going to talk about yielding. We've done pause, we've done rejoice, we've done ask, and now we talk about yielding. And this is the part where the clenched fist slowly starts to open up. And we say, God, have your way. Your will be done. We're going to look at three things quickly. And this is nothing new to you unless it's your first time here. Um, three aspects of yielding to God in prayer. The first is contemplation. Being quiet. Being quiet. Focusing on God and aspects of who he is. Welcoming his presence and his voice in. And as we remind ourselves that our life is being guided and transformed by God's presence, as we remind ourselves of that truth, our awareness of God starts to increase. And suddenly we find ourselves praying spontaneously throughout our day. Not just when we go into those exams. Not just when we are about to merge onto the highway. Not just when our kids wake up for the, in the morning. But throughout the day, conversing with God because we're aware that His presence is with us at all times. Contemplation. The second one is listening to God's voice. John 10, 27 Jesus said, my sheep listen to my voice, and I know them, and who knows the next part? And they follow me, right? And they follow me. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. And that's us. We're the sheep. We're the sheep, listening for the shepherd's voice, recognizing it, following it. How do we do that? Hearing God through Scripture. Hearing God through dreams and visions. Now, that's not my thing. That was my dad. My dad, God spoke to him through dreams and visions. It, it really happens. Um, third is hearing God in counsel and common sense. How many of us have benefited from 
hearing advice from someone else around us when we needed it. Hearing God in personal reflection. Some of you are, are really good at journaling and writing things down and just personally thinking about what God is saying to you, what's happening in your life right now. Hearing God in action and obedience, right? Jesus said, my sheep listen, I know them, and they follow. When we hear God, it's inevitably followed by action, doing. So we've got contemplation, listening, second, and third is forgiveness, yielding to God's grace. And it's a part of the Lord's Prayer that Jesus taught us to pray in Luke, 4, Luke 11. Forgive us our sin as we forgive those, right? Forgive us our sin as we forgive those who sin against us. So we can receive forgiveness from God and we can give forgiveness to others. And some of you, I think, this morning need to receive God's forgiveness in your life right now. Yield to God's grace. He loves you. He forgives you because of what Christ did. Done. You're forgiven. If we confess our sin, Scripture says God is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all wickedness. Yield to God's grace today. Some of us need to give God's forgiveness to someone else around us. Hurts, they're hard to get through when people hurt us. But you've been freed by God to forgive the people around you because of the grace he's given you. You are free to forgive. Take that burden off your shoulders. Extend forgiveness to those around you. And to remind us of God's incredible grace, Christians have always, for the last 2,000 years, been taking communion together. So if you have your cup by you, you can grab it. You can start to open it. They've been taking communion together. It's also known as the Lord's Supper for almost 2,000 years. Why? Well, Jesus told all Christians to do this in thankful remembrance of him. The Lord's Supper is a celebration of the presence of God in our midst. Amen? It's a celebration of the presence of God in our midst, bringing us into communion with God, with one another, and it both represents and confirms to us the precious promise of God that through Jesus Christ, he will be our God. It is a confirmation of God's promise to us that he will be our God and we are his people. And it also anticipates the day, that amazing day, friends, when we will see face to face, things will be clear. And we'll be in God's presence. 1 Corinthians 11 says this, For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread, gave thanks to God for it, and then he broke it in pieces and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's eat together. verse 25 in the same way he took the cup of wine after supper saying this cup is the new covenant between God and his people the new promise between God and his people 
an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and every time you drink this cup, you're announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. Let's drink together, friends. Lord, we thank you for your grace again. We thank you for your presence with us this morning, God. We thank you for your word which speaks to us and reminds us that we are your kids, dearly loved, rescued by you, rescued by the cross of Christ, rescued from the error of our ways. So God, we yield to that grace together this morning. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your forgiveness. And God, we ask that in turn you would help us to give that away to others, to show the world the love of God, the mercy of God, the forgiveness of God. We thank you for the cross. We thank you for your resurrection. We thank you for your presence with us this morning. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. 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 The team's going to lead us another song. Then came the morning that sealed the promise. Your very body began to breathe. Out of the silence, the roaring lion declared a dream has no claim on me. Sing that again. Then came the morning that sealed the promise. Your very body began to breathe out of the silence.
Thank you to our worship team for leading us today. Thank you to all of you. I'm going to invite you to be seated just for a moment. If you remember at the beginning of our service, Pastor Rob said that I had a story to tell you, and I do. How many can give me a couple of minutes for a story? We're okay. We're okay. I know some of you got to go. It's okay. But uh, I wanted to, you know, we're going to take an offering. We take an offering every Sunday. We've been trying to share stories with you so that you know why it matters and, and what it does. And we decided that for the month of December, starting today, that we would focus on our global work, on our global workers and the, the support that we give around the world. And so I was looking for that and going, God, you know, can you show me a story that I can share with our church, you know? And sometimes I just find a story and then other times God just drops one right in my lap, okay? This was a week when one just dropped right in my lap. And so on uh, Tuesday, a friend of mine, his name is Jason, and he is our, he is a, a pastor friend of mine in Ontario, and he's on a trip right now with some other leaders. Uh, they just got back, but they were going through different places where we do global work as a fellowship. And he sent me the picture that they're going to show you on the screen. He sent me two pictures. First, he sent me this picture of this, this building that's right here, and he said, Patty, I saw this and I thought of you and then he and then he zoomed in a little closer you can see there's a plaque on that on that building and you can see on that plaque that it says Genesis generously donated by Trinity Pentecostal Church in Oshawa Canada and Evangel Pentecostal Church in Montreal Canada and what's the year 2003, 2003. and I thought what is this and Jason said to me, Patty, we were at the Village of Hope in Zimbabwe yesterday. Villages of Hope are something that our fellowship has been involved in. They're communities that are created and funded by our global work. And they are created, they have been created specifically to help children, mostly who have been orphaned or who are uh, impoverished. So they, they still have parents and they still have homes, but they don't have food. And a Village of Hope is a community that is created to be able to feed them and to house them if they need housing and to be able to educate them and help them to have a new life despite the impoverishment that they are in. And so he said, we were at the Village of Hope in Zimbabwe yesterday. It was so good to see the amazing stuff they were doing. And also as we were walking through the residence orphanage portion, we noticed that this building was built by your church. It has touched many lives. So thank you to your church. And I thought, well, that's cool, right? And then I thought, I'm going to dig a little. And so I reached out to Pastor Don Mann, and Don was the pastor here in 2003 when that plaque, and I reached out to him because he's a friend of mine, and most of you know him, and I said, can you tell me, is there more of a story that I should share with our church because I want to talk to them about this? And he wrote me back, and here's what he said. He said, oh, Patty, these pictures bring back a lot of memories. The Village of Hope relationship began with our very first missions trip after we came to Evangel. We spent time with Murray and Cindy Cornelius who were living in Zimbabwe at the time. And they took us to the property where they had a vision to build a village of hope. And while at the site, we visited a young mother by the name of Perfect who was dying from AIDS. She would leave behind a daughter and a son. It was a very moving and humbling experience for Marie Jose and me, one that we will never forget. And so, he said, when we came back from the trip, I encouraged the people of Evangel to invest in the Genesis house. And after Perfect's death, her children were the first ones to live in the Genesis house that Evangel funded along with Trinity Church in Oshawa. 
On one of our return trips to Zimbabwe, Marie-José and I met Pamela, Perfect's daughter. She showed us a picture of her mother that she kept under her bed. My last visit to Zimbabwe was in 2017, and I met Pamela again at one of our integrity conferences. She had just graduated from university and was working for an insurance firm. An amazing story. And this is a picture of Pastor Don and Pamela. And that was in 2017. And you go, well, 2017, Patty, that's almost 60 years ago. I mean, is there anything more recent? Well, yes, there is. Let me bring you back to my first friend who had texted me. So he had sent me these pictures from Zimbabwe. And then I dug a little deeper and I wrote him back. And I said, this is the story that goes along with that. Isn't that cool? He said, well, let me tell you the story from when I was there just this week. I think on Tuesday this week. He said, Patty, you need to know there are right now eight kids that are living in that home. Four boys, four girls, and a house mom lives there. And he said, when we were there, it was the end of the semester awards day. And one of the girls that lives in that house house that Evangel helped to build 20 years ago, one of the girls that's living there now won the top award for the whole school that's there. Top award from 750 students. And he said, and it was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing to see her house mom crying and dancing as they announced it. Such a different story living at Village of Hope for this girl that he saw graduate on Tuesday. She was orphaned from parents who died in the AIDS crisis. And this is where she is now graduating top of her class. This is because of what Evangel did 20 years ago. Listen. You might ask me sometimes, Patty, what does it matter what we do? We don't even get to see it. We don't even know if it's making a difference. We don't know if things are being handled properly. All of those questions. I want you to know that when you give to missions, when you give to global work through this church, through the Pentecostal Assemblies of Canada, our fellowship, this is what you give to. This is work that is making a difference in people's lives. Some of you were here in 2003, because some of you have already smiled at me from the congregation today, and you remember when that house was built. And 20 years later, it's still changing lives. And what you give today, yeah, and what you give today to our global work is still gonna be changing lives 20 years from now. You are gonna be changing the lives of children that haven't even been born yet and you're going to transform their lives. And so I want you to know, when you get, we're asking you to give extra to Global Work this month. Today, the other Sundays in December, we're asking you to do that. You could choose it in the app. You go, well, what are we doing now? We support workers in Haiti. We have workers that have been in Haiti for years. We have told them, maybe you should leave because Haiti's pretty dangerous right now. And they said, no, thank you. And they are staying. They are feeding children and they are housing children and they are educating children. They are doing that. We support national workers in Ukraine who have chosen to stay during the war of this past year. We've been telling you those stories and those workers have rescued people. They have been feeding people. Their church buildings are housing people. They are playing with children who have been traumatized by war and helping them to find their smile again, helping them to find joy again. We also support the regional director for our fellowship of of Eurasia, which includes Ukraine, but also people that are helping in Slovakia and Poland 
Poland and Russia and other places uh, all around that area. You go, we, we support small local churches that are nationally run in Cuba. We support that and we've done that for years. We support workers, global workers who empower and train national people in leadership all over the world. Pakistan, South Africa, Uganda, and the list goes on and on and on and on. What you give is making a difference in the world. I want you to know that. And so we're focusing this month on giving to Global Work, and I'm asking that you would do that today, or that you would make a plan to do that next Sunday, or the Sunday after, or even better, on Christmas Day, so that we can give and we can fulfill our commitments to the global workers that this church has chosen to support long-term, and you go, well, how much of it goes? Somebody already asked me, somebody always asked me, how much goes? You ready? A hundred percent. What you give to global work goes 100% to the work. We don't charge a fee, and you go, well, who pays those costs? That's our general fund. So when I ask you to give to our general fund, that's what you're helping to cover. But we're going to ask that you would do that. And so the ways that you can, the easiest way that you can give is on the screen. You can text and, and participate in that way. And of course, there are always other ways that you can see on our website. You can give at any time and through any of those ways. Can we just pause and pray at this moment and ask God to drop into our hearts what we can give and how we can respond to serve our world. So Lord, in this moment, you know, we have taken time today and we've prayed over our world. We've prayed for hungry children to be fed. We've prayed for reconciliation to happen. We have prayed, Lord, for uh, wars to end, for peace to come. We have prayed, Lord, for all those things that are happening around the world and the things that are happening in our own lives. And we have asked you to help with those things. Sometimes you turn around to us and say, I'm asking you to help. And so, Lord, we... We've just prayed these prayers of yielding ourselves to you. We've prayed these prayers of saying, God, would you use us? God, would you help us to bring Jesus to our world? And so, Lord, we ask for your guidance in that in our finances as well. Would you show us how we can give? What we can give? Drop into our hearts why we give. And Lord, we choose to respond in obedience to you. And we ask, Lord, that you would take every cent that is given and you would let it stretch further than makes sense. That you would bless it in all the places it goes in the world and that there would be people's lives changed and we won't even know about it till we get to heaven. But Lord, we pray that you would do that. And Lord, we ask that you would bless the gift and the giver, those that are able to give. Would you provide for their needs? Those that are not able to give, would you provide for their needs? Help us to honor you with our finances and with lives of generosity. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm going to let you give in the way that you want to, in the way that works best for you, but I'm going to close our service. And so I'm going to ask you to stand once more if you're able. I love our prayer and worship Sundays, don't you? They're good. They matter. And I hope that it helps you as you go home and you go, I don't know how to pray. I hope that these also become training grounds for you to go, this is how I pray. This is how I can reach out to God. Turn to the person next to you and go, it's been a good day. It's been a good day, yeah?
So Lord, in Jesus' name, as we now go, we're heading out into our world to see our neighbors and our families and um, classes and work and all the things that we're, we have on our plates this week, all the things that we're going to do. And we're asking that you would help us to carry Jesus well to those places, to those people. Lord, would you help us as we go out to walk out of here strengthened and renewed and knowing that we have been with the living God. And would you help us to carry that presence with us and do good in our world and love each other. And would you help us to reveal Jesus during this Christmas season, during this month to a world that really needs you. I ask that you would bless each one, keep us safe, keep us close to your heart, walk us through this week and bring us back safely next Sunday. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name. Everybody said together. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a great week. We'll see you next Sunday.